the city of 100 Hellos, Brooks, Alberta, Canada. This is the Global Village Podcast with Ahmed Kasim. Welcome to our Global uh, Village Podcast. This is Ahmed Kasim. Uh, we are very lucky to have uh, our friend Molly Douglas today on the podcast. Uh, welcome to the program, uh, Molly, and thank you very much for taking the time to join us today. Well, thank you, Ahmed. It's always a pleasure to... Uh to talk to you and to anyone else who might be listening as well. You and John are doing a great job of your podcasting, so that's great. Communication's important. Thank you very much, Molly. So, Molly, tell us a little bit about the uh, county. Uh, most of the uh, uh, part of education to newcomers, uh, uh, what the county consists of? Just um, a basic basic knowledge of the county means that you should understand that uh, it's a municipality as the city of Brooks is its own separate municipality so is the county of Newell and within the county of Newell as well as the city of Brooks there is the town of Bassano and the villages of Duchess and of Rosemary the county has uh, smaller places called hamlets as well so the hamlets are looked after by by the county, and so they they are names of places like Patricia and Tilly and Rolling Hills, Scandia and Jam. Um, so those are all part of our jurisdiction, and as well as all of the the rural residents that live out in the country, not in any of those hamlets or in the, the villages or in the city. So it's the it's a big area of rural land stretching north to the Red Deer River and south to the Bow River, west past Bazano and east past Tilly. So it's a uh, rural government, rural municipalities are something that a lot of people don't quite get, but uh, all of the rural area has to have a form of government as well. So. The biggest thing really in our world is roads and keeping roads uh, in good shape so people, all people of every municipality can travel on them. Okay, that's very nice of you. What is the difference between hamlet and village then? Very good question, Ahmed. Um, A hamlet does not have its own municipal government. Uh, It is part of a rural municipality, and the rural municipalities are often known as counties, like we are, or MDs, which stands for municipal districts. So a hamlet is part of a a bigger area, bigger rural area, where a village has its own government. It's its separate own municipality. So Duchess, Tilly, or not Tilly, Tilly used to be, Duchess, Rosemary, Rosano and Brooks all are their own municipalities and they just happen to lie within our boundaries but they have their own boundary area and uh, of course it it abuts the county of Newell all around those those, uh, independent governance areas. So they all have their own mayors and council. Okay, that's very nice of you. Uh, one thing that most of, of uh, people, especially newcomers, uh, will will definitely know about the county is JBS plant. JBS plant is on the uh, county side or the city side? It is actually in the county of Newell. Uh, 
a lot of, I mean, it's associated greatly with the city of Brooks because um, most of the people who work in JBS live in the city of Brooks. And because it is so close to uh, the city, most people just assume it's sort of part of the city, but uh, we really don't mind. <laughs> we just start, we're just happy that we have such a wonderful organization and industry as our, our JBS in our community whether it's uh, located in the city or the county and where the people live. It's a very important uh, place dear to our hearts for all of us and, and all of the people who work there who, um, as I said, most do live in the city of Brooks. So it's, a, it's an important driver for our, our city and for our county, both. Yeah, and this, especially this difficult time, uh, they are part of the essential workers uh, due to this difficult pandemic time. They certainly are. They have, uh, I have high respect, high regard, and great admiration for all of the workers and management at uh, JBS. And, you know, I, I just was looking at our, our numbers for COVID today, and I think, well, as, as up-to-date as they are right now, and I'm looking at municipalities around us, and, you know, the city of Medicine Hat is marked at 101 cases, and um, uh, the MD of Tabor has 106, and those numbers, of course, uh, Brooks is at 44, and the county is at 23, and I'm not sure if these numbers are today's or yesterday's, but uh, hopefully they don't get bigger. But we had such um, uh, an explosion of cases last spring, and it wasn't at all surprising considering our, our workforce at JBS, who, who worked so close together, and uh, we didn't know as much about COVID back then either. And so I, I, we're all hoping and praying that um, all of the safety uh, issues that JBS has to look after and has done an extremely good job doing that we keep our, our that group of workers essential services workers safe, people that work like at JBS and certainly our, oh all of our other our stores that store workers and our, our security, the people that look after us and keep us safe every day like our police and fire people and there, there are so many essential people in our our economy and and you know a lot of them never took on this job of having to be watching their health for uh, such a thing as a, a COVID-19 so it's unfortunate that we as people sometimes just can't do what we're supposed to like distancing and masking up if need be and uh, washing our hands and and not having so many people around us, even in our homes, which is a is a tough thing for for people after the, the months that have passed. But uh, uh, how the has the COVID nineteen affected you and the county uh, uh, business running? Uh, can you tell us a bit about that? You bet. Fortunately, right from very early on in in March, our uh, InfoTech, our IT and computer people, our wizards, got uh, a very good system in place. So we have been conducting virtual council meetings um, beginning in, in March. And 
our staff um, at times have some have worked from home and I'm thinking that right again now there are more people working from home again as the numbers have, of uh, cases has crept up. But um, for the most part, well, we, we never shut down our, our offices as such. People could always come in, but we encouraged people to make appointments, to phone ahead if they had to see someone. And uh, I mean, most, most people are very, very cooperative, but and we, you know, we've, um, it was springtime that was coming and our staff, a lot of them are out, out in the, the county looking at roads and prepping uh, for, you know, big work projects. And uh, so there were lots of safety measures put into place, you know, for people driving together in vehicles and, and all the usual things that uh, all businesses had to do with the sanitation and the plexiglass and keeping track of the comings and goings of people in case somebody ended up, uh, you know, contracting COVID so other uh, contacts could be uh, let know. And uh, so it's been uh, business as usual for, for the most part, but just um, there's more uh, workers uh, being extra cautious when they are together. And uh, certainly in our building there, we, we as a council have, we have been in, but when we go in, we, we wear masks and uh, we, no one wants to ever be someone who passes this disease on to anyone else. And so we, uh, we've all tried to be careful, but uh, yeah, the county has, has carried on. And you know, one thing that uh, we did very early on too, was we, we gave a discount, an 8% discount on our taxes and they are, if you didn't want to take that discount and pay in, in June as usual, you could wait until the December deadline without paying any interest. So, and we did have, we have had a, quite a few people do that. So uh, we, you know, tried to address the fact that business um, goes on as usual, but it's unusual times, which means there's not as much money being spent or made, and uh, so we're just hoping that things like that made a difference to people. But looking forward to the day of getting back to some sort of normalcy in our economy and our, our health system. Well, we always say uh, good things are ahead of us and good days are ahead of us. Uh, the fact that now there are uh, potential vaccines coming and the pipe uh, that might give us uh, some hope that uh, good days are ahead of us. Yes, indeed. Uh, that's wonderful news. It it's couldn't come at a better time as we head into the dark days of winter. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, Christmas is always a joyful time, and it's just going to be different here at Christmas for us. But yeah, we we used to. Uh, uh, we always say uh, we take something from Nelson Mandela, Nelson Mandela, who used to say, uh, keep hope alive. So uh, we hope for the best for tomorrow. Absolutely. And there's no life without hope. So we, uh, yes, and we have to make sure the people around us continue to have hope as well. Um, and that comes through being uh, kind and, and watching out for others and caring and uh, 
just communicating too, which I think our community has continued to do well. I'm, I'm just feel really proud of our our county of Newell and city of Brooks and our all of our communities. Um, the communication, the work we've done together, and um, concern for one another. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head, uh, Molly, and we are very proud to say that uh, our region. Uh, uh, City of Brooks and County of New World, together with the partnership of uh, our organizations, we did very well. Uh, the first uh, phase one or um, first wave of the COVID back in uh, April, May, June. Uh, and I think we have to be proud and we have learned lessons at that time. And going forward, uh, we hope uh, to continue the same. And we are very proud to say also we have a good leadership, both uh, the city and the county. Well, thank you, Ahmed. We have great leadership in people like you and and John in the work you're doing with uh, your podcasts. And keep it up. Uh, just a, a last question uh, is uh, those people who are listening today, uh, what ad- what suggestion or advice you have how best to prevent the spread of COVID-19? Well, you know, I, I, I've, of course, these are times where people like to debate about masks and freedoms and I, I feel that if, if you go into a store where workers are having to wear masks, the least you can do as a customer is to do the same, and it can't hurt in any way. Without a mask, you know, I think your risks are, are, are higher, and so we need to continue to follow the rules, to sanitize our hands, and to uh, keep our distance from from people and not not be together if we don't have to be. That's something that is hardest, I think, for for all of us. And um, we we have to remember each other and um, just continue to to listen to the advice of our our medical people. I think they do know what they're talking about, and so uh, we can't we can't get slack. We, we must continue to, to do those things. And I, I know lots of people who, once again, are sort of pulling back from being out and about, more being in their homes. And uh, I, I think that's important that we, that we do that. And also be kind and reach out to your neighbors and your friends and anyone else that who might need your help. You bet. You bet. And there's, and there's always somebody, and it's, it's such a easy job to be kind. I never understand why people choose not to be on it. <laughs> you know, a smile, a pleasant word, uh, it's, it's so easy. Well, I hope uh, they listen to be kind, especially this time of a uh, pandemic and difficult situation. Uh, we hope everyone to be kind to uh, neighbors and be kind to family members or strangers or uh, those people that they meet every day. So, this is the only way we can all pull together in this difficult time and look for the good days ahead of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there always will be good days. And, you know, we've, people are resilient and they've lived through things before, far worse than this. Goodness, we've, you know, with our technology today, we, we carry on in so many ways and we're so fortunate. So, no matter how bad it's been, we are. We still have to look on the bright side and be positive. And the end, the end will come to this. And uh, 
That's good. <laughs> we'll be fine. That is right indeed. No, thank you very much, uh, Molly. Uh, Global Village Podcast is part of the uh, Global Village uh, way to reach out to newcomers and local people for all the messages, especially for the COVID-19 during this pandemic, as well as any other messaging so people will be informed properly and they will ha- they will be able to uh, also do their part of, the, of uh, this pandemic. Thank you very much again and hope you will join us next time. Until then, thank you very much. You're welcome, Ahmed. Have a good rest of the day and podcast. Thank you. This is the end of our program. Thank you very much and hope you will join us next time. Until then. Have a great day. This has been the Global Village Podcast with Ahmed Kassim. For more information, go to globalvillagecenter.ca.